1: Good morning and hello, kids, and welcome to Season 3 and episode number 242 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Yeah! Today recording day is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, and it is a snow-covered day here at the Beaver Lodge. It started snowing last night. Then didn't stop for a while. So we have a nice ground cover. Yesterday morning, there was a tiny bit of frost. This morning, there is actual snow. Actually, because the snow's reflecting, I could actually see the sky <laughs> at the last few mornings. So it was pitch dark, and it looks like it will be a nice day. And it looks like temperatures will be returning to somewhat seasonal,
2: like around 10 or something today. So the snow won't stay long. But, Not here. Oh, no? It's cold. No, it's... Minus one feels like, minus two feels like minus eight. Okay. It's not there yet here, but I would
1: suspect that it's, I, unless the weather report changed from yesterday, but, oh no, we're only going to get to four today. That switched. Yeah, it's it's going to be tomorrow that it's going to start getting a little warmer. Okay. It switched over. And then over the weekend, we'll be back over 10
2: uh, for a like little bit. Canada's capital is expecting a high of three degrees today. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Nature's Glitter. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> ah, all right. Let's see. What do we have? Today? I said the re- recording day. Thanks to our sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Misfi Vistries from Corbin Moon Publishing and canadiantarot.com. We have a Wednesday morning nibble for you, but first let's say good morning to you, Mr. Grizzly. I love uh, the new decor. And
2: how's your mental yeah. health today? Thank you, Mr. Beaver, mental health wise. I'm all right. I, I don't know where I'm. Yeah, just I've got so much on my plate and not enough hours in the day to get shit done. And that's troubling for me right now. But yeah, I've got my ISO booth is I'm prototyping it right now. It's not fully built. You can see I painted one panel. I'm going to paint the remainders and I have to, it turns out I need another panel I have to add and then order the hinges right now. It's just duct tape okay. together to see if it would work. And uh, I tested it last night for the ASMR, and it does a really good job of isolating sounds. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll put up a, a green, a lime green background, so I can superimpose my old bookshelf behind me, so it looks like nothing moved. Ah, clever, clever, clever. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I see in the chat here that there's lots of chat about pancakes this morning, and there's some people that have been grooving to some tunes I left there to while they're waiting. So that's very nice. And the PNC bio says there's a thank you for you and Alex and the FB messages for the show. Oh, Thanks, okay. Man. I I will go and look that for this show or yesterday's show. PNC bio, just let me know. Thanks, and I'll know where to go look. Uh, lots of stuff happened, but I think the big thing that happened, and pardon to everybody else uh, across the country, but it's going to be a little Ontario centric today. Dumbass Dougie Donuts came out of hiding.
2: Yeah. A friend of mine, uh, actually, he does work as he has two, two gigs. One is he drives limo, but he also does teleprompter work. And he was working that job yesterday. Ooh, okay. Yeah. He just posted a behind the scenes photo and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what? And then I saw the th- thing on his screen. I'm like, it's work.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I would guess, if I am being kind, that yesterday it really was work (laughs) because that thing was horrible, right? There's a clip going on. Actually, you know what? I know that I've asked you to set something up, but there's another one here. I want to preface it with this because what this man said, Laura Babcock, has a show called The O Show, and I like her commentary. I like her feed, and I'm maybe going to try and see if I can get her on our show at one uh, time. But she had a gentleman there named Keith Leslie, who uh, has his Twitter feed is at QP Newsboy. He had an assessment of this press conference, and I want to start
2: with that because I love a good frame. Let's just say that. So let's let's have a look at this. This is Keith Leslie. I thought that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen by a premier. The premier, you denied having anything to do with the selection of these lands, with the forced urban expansions. And it seems these documents seem to directly contradict that. Did you lie? Are you being honest? And he comes right back with, you're calling the integrity commissioner dishonest. You're calling the uh, auditor general dishonest because they cleared me. You can't go around doing that. Perhaps they cleared you because they have to take your word. Uh, the RCMP does not.
1: That's the frame <laughs> for what's coming next. But that was bang on, bang on. Mr. Grizzly, we will start at 24 seconds. For some reason, when we have these events, the premier has to be introduced by a whole bunch of people. We had Kinga Surma who was introducing the finance minister, Peter buffett who was then introducing uh, Doug Ford. And you can, now, we'd like to deal in facts and not rumors, but there are rumors involving minister Sharma and premier Ford. There's a context there. Okay. Just, you just have to put it. I'm not going to go in them because, but they do exist you're going to get a sense for the tone that they're going to try and come out with after 17 days of hiding. Okay. Let's have a look at this.
0: Thank you. A Pleasure to introduce minister
3: Beth and Falvey minister. You have continued to stand up for families here in Etobicoke center and across the province. It's my pleasure to welcome him here today for this important announcement. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Minister Surma. We have the Holy Trinity here in uh, Etobicoke. We've got Christine Hogarth, the MPP for Etobicoke Lakeshore. Of course, uh, Kinga Surma, the Minister uh, of uh, Infrastructure and MPP for Etobicoke Centre. We've got the great MPP for Etobicoke North, who also happens to be the Premier of Ontario. And uh, most importantly, I'm held to account in Etobicoke because my parents live right down the street. So I got to do well because my parents will uh, critique me if I don't. And I want to say, Premier, every time I talk to the Premier, he's not going to toll anything, but he does want me to pay a toll every time I come to Etobicoke. So, so Premier, I paid the toll in the shop this morning. Our government...
2: Oh,
1: (sighs) Wow, so we're going to try the folksy thing, eh? We're going to try just try to pick right up where we left off. Nothing ever happened. Talking about my mom and I have to perform and some things that would have been funny or comical or ha ha nice try to joke dad back then. But given the context of an RCMP investigation, like I paid the toll before I came in, Mm. that was probably an unfortunate choice of words. Yeah. All right, and for another unfortunate choice in words, but this time en français, Mr. Grizzly.
3: Why, when inflation began to rise globally, our government acted early to keep costs down for the people and businesses of Ontario. C'est justement pourquoi, lorsque l'inflation s'est mise en grand pay à l'échelle mondiale, notre gouvernement rapidement pris des mesures pour maintenir les coûts bas pour la population et les entreprises ontariennes. All right. And because of our efforts, we have put more...
2: You can now. see Doug reading, reading the teleprompter. <laughs> yes.
1: <in> the <laughs> yes. And you could, in the previous clip, Doug was like, big
3: smile.
2: Right? He looks like the, the skipper from Gilligan's Island. He really does.
1: So in this one...
2: It's, it's distur- disturbing. In this one, the unfortunate,
1: because he said the same thing in French as in English, he said to keep costs slow. In French, garder les coups bas. Coup is a homophone, so it means Mm -hmm. costs, but it also means hits. So, coup also sounds like low blows, to maintain Mm -hmm. the low blows for the population. Probably should have chosen another word, a synonym
2: for coup instead. Can I say this? I'll say this. Coupable. Yeah, also coupable.
1: (laughs) Coupable. (laughs) That's guilty if... uh, you're not as bilingual as Mr. Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Uh, L'affaire de Moutier. Yes. Oh, Bob. little unfortunate and unintended humor. And just, I wouldn't be talking about low blows and paying tolls when mm-hmm. there's an RCP investigation. But that's just me. That's my weird mind. Mr. Grizzly, if we go to 329,
2: I need more green. Yes. We need more green.
1: <laughs> yes. Working. Start now. working. <laughs> to, to 329. And we'll continue to 447 on this one. Now, Peter beffin keeps on talking and saying that he's going to be delivering a fall economic statement in a, probably tomorrow I'm guessing. But then he introduces Doug Ford and see that big smile. He's ready. Yeah. He's ready. Hey little buddy. Uh, hey buddy. Hey folks. Hey little buddy. Hey folks. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try to sweet talk you. It's, this is, folks, about kids and cubs, this is going to be the Doug Ford Show.
3: Hey, From Brampton to be with us today, it's my great honor and privilege to introduce Doug Ford, the Premier of Ontario, to make today's exciting announcement. Yeah. Thank you very much.
4: And the crowd goes wild. Good morning, everyone, and it's great to be back here in my hometown, of Etobicoke. I always call it the great state of Etobicoke. And I want to, I want.
1: <laughs> what? The, yeah. The great state, the, the Republican governor of Ontario just referred to Etobicoke as the great state of Ontario and says that he does it often. That's our, great, great but, state of but, look, but look at that, like the big smile. Hey, back slapping, Ha ha! Come on, Doug. It's when you're going out for a play and before you're making your first entrance and let like the person stage the matter because remember energy. Okay. Sing out, Louise. Let's go.
4: I want to start by thanking the great folks at Circle K and over in Timmy's. I'm heading over there to get a double and my little egg sandwich, best egg sandwiches around. Buddy.
2: Stop advertising for billion-dollar corporations, you piece of shit fucking asshole. Thank you. By
4: the way, Okay, so I'm here, as, as you just heard from uh, Minister betham Fulvey, a great finance minister, making sure we're always prudent fiscal managers with taxpayers' money. The Minister of Transportation, Bramit Zakaria, and we're building those highways, 413 for um, Bradford Bypass. Not for long. And Minister Surma on the infrastructure. And one of my favorite MPPs, Christine Hogarth, that's working so hard down in Etobicoke South. She has a message to the mayor, and I have the same message. Get rid of those Blake lanes on Bloor and Etobicoke. I think we see one bicycle come through there every single year with thousands of cars. I know the businesses are just hair over having those bike lanes in Etobicoke uh, on Bluer Street. As Ms. All Mr. Right. Bethavoli, the- yes, Doug,
1: let's Doug. take a stop there. Exactly, perfect. I, I knew you were going to stop there. That's why I included that segment because the Timmy's in the bike
2: lanes. You're not the mayor, Doug. And you've never been on a bicycle since you were a child.
1: I know. And here's the thing, right? He fancies himself as the governor of the great state of Ontario, but he's really the mayor of Ontario. He behaves like the mayor. And of course, again, talking about the finance minister being great with money while the underlying subtext is an $8 billion transfer of wealth now valued at 25. Dude, hitting all the wrong notes, reminding us of all the wrong things. And of course, bike lanes and Timmy's and egg sandwiches, because that's what we came here for today. Right? Yeah. Is no. anybody buying this right now? No. Because we know the questions are coming, right? We know what the first question is going to be once th- we open this up to questions. Right? This is what he wants. Dude, you should have stayed wherever you were hiding for the 17 days was the wrong place. You need to go where the federal conservative stuff you during federal elections. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: or to the sea place where we don't hear from you every time a pride comes around or something.
2: Because there you actually are staying hidden, but uh, this, mm. no honey. Well, he, All uh, right. He's got to get back onto up to his cottage where he'll be on his phone 24 seven. Remember the phone in the summer is a sea in the winter is a Ski-Doo. Yes. Now He's called the phone. Yes. And now we get to the big announcement why it is
1: we are gathered here today, folks, and friends of folks, and folks of friends, and folks of friends of folks. What's the starting point? At uh, 448, just continue from there. Oh, okay. okay, all right, here we go.
4: Mentioned, a lot of people are, are struggling right now. The vast majority of people are struggling. They're struggling with rising costs of gas and groceries, with high rents and mortgage costs, with just how expensive life is getting. Increasingly, hardworking people and families are having trouble making ends meet. The fact is, people need a little bit of help. That's why our government is focused on finding ways to put money back into people's pockets. We eliminated fees for the license plate stickers, saving vehicle owners $120 per, per car and truck. There was 8 million people that got rebates. We scrapped the tolls on the highways 412 and 418, making it more affordable for firm and everywhere else, right in your neck of the woods, uh, Peter. We cut income tax for 1.1 million low income workers, saving the average person $300 every year. We're eliminating, and this is a big one, we're eliminating double fares for commuters transferring between transit systems saving transit riders up to 1600 dollars a year and in 2022 we introduced a temporary gas tax cut saving people and businesses a total of over 10 cents per liter of gas just imagine folks you see the the prices at the gas pumps imagine if we didn't do that that would be another 10 cents today i'm pleased to announce we're extending the gas tax cut through to June 30th, 2024, providing people and businesses relief at the pumps for another six months. This extension will save the average household $260 per year since the tax cut was first introduced. That's money that goes back into people's pockets to help cover essential expenses because we know every dollar counts. But friends,
2: okay. Okay. Hold on a sec there. <laughs> Hold on a sec there, do Donuts. I do. You would love this. Now, let's get down to brass tacks here. First, he starts off with a we cut the license plate renewal fees. Yeah, that's about $2 billion of lost tax revenue that we desperately need to cover things like, oh, I don't know, health that he cut $2 billion worth of funding from.
1: Yep. And because they created the system in such a way where you don't have to pay it, but you still have to fill in a form or something to renew and there's a penalty. So that's how you, so that's how you get dinged. <laughs> so he's talking about all this stuff. And okay, here's the thing, right? The prime minister just announced a three-year suspension of carbon regulatory pricing on home heating fuel. And the minister, not the minister, the Lou, the leader of the opposition, Peter Poppenfresh, mm. said. It's a gimmick. All right. Now it's a gimmick that also comes with the pilot project that helps you get a heat pump for free if you're in Atlantic Canada, thus removing you off home heating fuel, which is way more GHG intensive and way more expensive way of heating your home than natural gas. Right. So permanent GHG savings, permanent cost savings. There's something with it. This is that thing we did a few months ago. We're going to keep doing it. We're just gonna cut a couple of cents off the gas tax. And since it's already in place and we're continuing, it's actually no noticeable difference to you because nothing changes. It's just something we did a couple of months ago that's continuing and there's no offer to help you transition to something that's less, it's just a couple of cents off gas that are already off gas that are going to continue to be off gas.
2: And where's Pierre Polyev calling this a gimmick? So let me, This let me, is let me a gimmick. You, let me give you a two cents, a, a two cent commentary on the stupidity that is the Doug Ford government. So he wanted to end hallway healthcare, right? Remember that was one of his platforms, ending hallway healthcare? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not even close. Oh, and why can't you get an ambulance? You see, here's the thing. When someone is brought into the hospital, the paramedics, so the driver and the attendant, have to accompany you into the hospital and wait until you are handed off to a doctor. Sometimes those waits can be six, seven, eight hours. Now, if it's a cardiac event, they're in and out in seconds because in a cardiac event, you take priority over everything. They rush you in right away. They get you in an an operating room right away. They do what they got to do. Right now, if you need an ambulance, you probably can't get it because they're standing around the hallway with their patients, waiting for their patients to get handed off to a doctor. I'm speaking from very close personal experience of a recent incident where I saw exactly right. that take place. Yep. yep. And it was, yep. Without
1: saying too much, it, it was important. Yeah. So, yeah. and uh, yeah, I have friends, a young girl with whom I was in Matilda in the hospital as well right now. And it's, um, the waits are long. My mother said, oh, here we go again, back to the hospital. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was part of it. Most of it, of course, was concerned for daughter, but there was part of it that was like, we're going through this again.
2: And I feel for the healthcare workers, for the ambulance drivers, for the paramedics, for the doctors, for the emergency attendants, for the nurses, everybody involved, their funding has been cut to, to the bone. And it goes back further than Doug. It goes back to Dalton McGinty, who was not a liberal. He wasn't a liberal. He called himself a liberal, but he wasn't. He cut healthcare spending. Remember, you used to be able to get your eyes checked? Yep. Where you just show your OHIP card. Now it's $120. Yeah. Yep. So, all right.
1: That's the big news. That's why he came today to announce that $0.10 cents will re- be remaining off the gas price. So, no material change to you. It's not an additional discount for you. And uh, nothing that program helps you. Reduce GHGs permanently, or reduce your energy costs permanently. So this actually is a gimmick. Prime yeah. Minister did was not, but you got PP and all the people declaring the carbon tax is dead, and that's a gimmick, and um, they have nothing to say when people do this. And again, this additional ten cents, if it ever gets to people, because there's no guarantee if it gets spent, is inflationary.
2: Mm-hmm. So, all right,
1: let's go. Keep it going.
2: Oh, hang on. Sorry. No worries. I had minimized it. All righty. Back once again to the duck show. Mm-hmm.
4: As inflationary pressures continue to strain household budgets, we need to do more. That's why last week I sent letters to the governor of Bank of Canada, and the Prime Minister, urging them to put a stop to the crushing, and I say crushing, interest rate hikes. Instead, we need to tackle the root causes of inflation so we can avoid these painful hikes in the future. Working together with our federal and provincial counterparts, we need to strengthen domestic supply chains. We need to invest in key infrastructure projects like the Bradford Bypass, Highway 413, Highway seven connecting Kitchener, to Guelph to tackle gridlock and get goods, the markets. All right. Let's cut him off right there. We have here. to work to ensure immigration pulse.
1: That's enough, honey. So we need to do this. We need to do that. But of course, you notice know, he's still trying to sell his highways and I'm going to fight mm-hmm. for the bank because we need, so basically he goes on for literally two minutes and two seconds about all the ways he is either fighting for the little guy or needs to fight for the little guy. Mm. None of this has anything to do with gas tax or greenbelt. No. So now we go to 941
2: and that's when the questions happen. Oh, oh it should be entertaining. I knew about this press conference, but I didn't have time to watch it. Cause I was busy. Okay. Okay. Let's now
1: remember let's, the last time
2: to... we covered A Doug Ford press conference like
1: this was the one before he went into hiding where I said it was Mm -hmm. disastrous. Mm -hmm. This is even worse. Okay. That means this. You do that, you go to the box, two minutes by yourself and
0: you feel shame Mm -hmm. and then you get
3: free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Morning,
0: Premier, it's uh, Richard from City News. How you doing? I, I'm doing great, Richard. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Since we last spoke, which was uh, quite a while ago, Premier, yeah. we found out your government is under an RCMP investigation. I'm wondering, yep. first off, uh, are you scheduled to speak to the RCMP? Have they reached out to you personally for an interview, sir? No, they haven't reached out to me. We also, it was highlighted yesterday, Premier, that 18 ministerial zoning orders went to developers who were present at a family wedding of yours last year. How on earth did so many MZOs go to people who were present at at that wedding, sir?
4: First of all, MZOs is a great tool that have created, folks. It's a tool that the the province has been using for decades, and it's a great tool. What MZOs that uh, we issued to municipalities, and by the way, that asked for the MZOs, over 234,000 people have a roof over their heads. Over 5,000 seniors have long-term care homes now because of the MZO. It created 150,000 jobs. And as long as the minutes of sending us a request for MZOs, we're going to continue accelerating uh, the permanent process to get shovels in the ground to build homes for people that need them. Right now, you see the inflation, you see... The, the cost of buying a, a home is just unattainable for the vast majority of people. Our government's doing everything we can to make sure we increase the supply and eventually lower the cost of homes. But what, one of the key things is the interest rates. The interest rates are killing us. Uh, the Bank of Canada uh, froze the interest rates uh, both times now, and I appreciate that. But that's not good enough. They have to start lowering. The interest rates to make it more attainable for people to buy homes.
2: (laughs) This season, this apprentice ever What the hell was that? For some reason there's a question in the middle there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I believe the question was about the eighteen MZOs that went to people who were at uh, the party, some of whom were sitting at your table. (laughs) I what so Kit Linda goes, okay. Oh, he's going to do everything but answer the questions. Ding ding! You win the prize. Yeah. Here's a road, Daddy. <laughs> it's just, he
2: he didn't answer a damn thing.
1: Not at all. Okay. First all, question. Did the, the RCP hasn't talked to you yet? Yeah. The reason for that is because investigations they usually talk about the the lower levels first and then it goes up. So they mm-hmm. just haven't gotten to you yet. It's like the eighteen MZOs. There's about we found out that there's about 118 MZOs. 110 that have been done in the last five years. You know how many were done under the Liberals in 15 years? No idea. 18. Oh, wow. 18 MZOs in 15 years under the Liberals, 110 already at least under Doug Ford in five. When I said he has a play, Coach Ford has one play and he plays it over and over and again. That way you need to check everything. This is why.
2: MZO is what? Municipal zoning zoning orders.
1: Yes. And then he says, we do them all the time, right? Remember the thing we went every time they have a picture with somebody that has a t-shirt that has something wrong. It's like, "Ah, I take pictures with thousands of people. How did I know this? We get so many like this. So many. Now there's a difference here. There are municipal zoning order requests that come from the city. Mm -hmm. Those are not the ones in question. Those are the ones that he's talking about. We're talking about the fact that you changed the law so that the province could impose municipal zoning orders on certain cities to change boundaries without the city requesting them and without the city's consent. That's the new thing. All right. Those are the ones we're talking about. So if the city of Hamilton is going to Ford and say, Hey, we need this little thing over here. Okay. We're going to prove that. That's one thing that request came from the city. But this is, this developer wants this one. And okay, yeah, we'll make that happen for you. Hello, city. I know you didn't want this, didn't request this, and you're probably not going to consent to this, but here, you've got a municipal zoning order. Two very different things. Let's keep going. Okay. Yeah, that every damn day thing. Swimming. Yes. Just (laughs) keep swimming. Just keep talking about we need to build housing, folks.
2: Oh, somehow it muted. Environmental
0: Defence. One of
2: them. Hi,
0: John. I wanted to ask about these emails that uh, were released yesterday by Environmental Defence. One of them, well, several of them show Ryan Amato, the Chief of Staff to your then Housing Minister, telling Ministry bureaucrats about how concerned the PO was, the Premier's office was, about very small in the grand scheme of things plots of land in Nobleton Ontario I was very concerned about requests to get those lands included and cleared for development asking yeah. on the day those official plans were released for maps to ensure that those particular lands were in fact cleared for development why was your staff running around concerned about those lands which are owned man identified as your friend or co-owned by right. Shakir Ramatula
4: First of all, uh, when it comes to the OPs, better known as the official plan, there's thousands and thousands of changes uh, through the municipalities and, and uh, the, the province when requested. But when Minister Klander brought those to me and said, I don't like the language here, I said, just pull all of them. I've directed Minister Klander to pull all of them like I did the green belt. And we're going to work with the municipalities to make sure that uh, the official plans that they want to move forward and as sure as i'm standing here they're going to make more changes to their official plans which is a positive thing we need to build homes for people that's our key focus and that's what we're going to continue to do is work hand in hand with the municipalities i had a great meeting by the way with uh mayor chow what uh, we share the same values when it comes to speeding up on building homes making sure Sure that we build infrastructure that's needed. Make sure that we build transit. So we had an incredible meeting, and I quite like her. She's quite a nice person, caring person, and we both care for the same thing. That's the people. So we're going to work closely exactly. together along with the other 444 municipalities.
0: Just over then, did you instruct your staff to ensure that those lands in Nobleton owned by Shakira Matula, no. or any
4: other lands? No, I don't. I honestly, out? I don't even know which lands you're talking about. But in saying that, there, no, I didn't, to be very clear. There's thousands and thousands of changes. Folks, there's 444 municipalities. They make changes all the time.
1: Thousands and thousands of changes. Hardy municipalities, we do this all the time. I couldn't remember which one. Nah, <laughs> okay, first, every time I hear the name Shakira Matula, I know it's wrong, but it's, Shakira Matula, it means all worries, For the rest of
2: your days. (laughs) Matata?
1: Yes. Except instead of it means no worries, it means all worries, clearly. Now you'll notice that if you look back at it again, how Doug's Ford's face changed during the first question before the follow-up. It got stone-faced when he asked about that. He did not like Mm -hmm. that question at all because remember, he started out... And then he was like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's almost... The only thing that would have made that better is if he did that Trump hugging yourself thing. Mm-hmm. I need to comfort myself. <laughs> Here's the thing about that series of answers. There was a Freedom of Information request, I believe, from Environmental Defense, and I believe about 7,000 pages of documents came out, listed a whole bunch of stuff, and they decided to make that public, hence that. Now, in that document, of course, it says that Ryan Amato makes a link between the Premier's office and these things, mm-hmm. Dougie dollar store discount, dumbass Dougie Donuts has been saying he didn't know anything about any of this at any point whatsoever, ever. But yet there's stuff in the documents from the guy he hired to put in Steve Clark's office to do that that says that i have been talking to the premier's office. Oh, interesting. Again, remember what that guy said because the integrity commissioner and the auditor general have to take their word. This, remember, he talked to them before all of this came out. And Mm -hmm. if none of that testimony was under oath and none of them have the power of subpoena, to look at documents, then they had to take dumbass Dougie Donuts, Word for it. And it seems that he's got Danielle Smith disease. He lies like he breathes too. He lies like lies are oxygen. Yes. Yes. Then, of course, the thousands of changes. And then, of course, when Minister Calandra approached me, when did Minister Calandra become Minister Calandra? i i don't recall after steve clark resigned after the ag report came out
2: he was minister prior to that yes but minister calandra was not the minister of
1: housing he says no no no. "No, when minister calandra came and told me about that i pulled them okay that's after you were caught he's moving the history starting history at the point when Minister Calandra became minister. That's when I took action, but the point is that everything that came before is what you
2: set up. He's he's really not very smart. And he's really not very good at this. No, he's not. But then again,
1: if he as guilty as fuck as we think that he is, it's really the only play he's got. (laughs) I'd be... It seems there's so much paperwork, and remember also, kids and cubs, that dumbass Dougie Donuts likes to use his personal cell phone, has never used the government-issued one, and for some reason, because he's doing all his business on his personal phone, we don't have his phone records, and we're still trying to get those.
2: Yeah, isn't that...
1: Yeah. Very illegal. He's been doing it for five years, so you're wondering why he hasn't been charged yet. Like, come on. This... Five years of using your personal phone when you know you shouldn't, you're not even making your phone records available. At some point, when does the charge come?
2: This literally is but her emails moment.
1: Yes. Right? Literally. Literally. All right. And then he says, so when he's saying, I pulled them. Yes, you pulled them. But all of this is about when you were pushing them. <laughs> Dougie, we are asking about when you were pushing them. Because you were pushing them, weren't you? No, I knew nothing. Why? Because it really seems like you did based on these documents. And given that Clark and Amato have both lawyered up, we're not asking about yeah, how yeah. you, when you pulled them and took action, we're asking about when you were pushing them. Buddy, pusher, buddy. All right, keep going.
4: Okie Here we go. And changes. Hi, Premier Mike Crawley
0: from CBC. Hi, Mike. You were quite concerned about cleaning up what you called corruption in the Wynn government when you came to power. And now your government is
4: under police investigation. How does that feel for you? First of all, Mike, we're trying to build homes. There's a big difference.
2: How is that an answer? It's not an answer to the question.
1: He's basically saying what the liberals were trying to do when they broke the law was trying to help themselves. I'm trying to build homes for the people when I broke the law. So this is totally different. Again, it's not about you trying to build homes. Mm. It's about all the zoning orders and, wealth, the transfer of public wealth that took Mm. place, but he, keep going. That's why the
4: previous government that someone's in jail right now, billion dollar scandals on the gas plants, e-health, so on and so forth. All we're trying to do is build homes. Okay. We're building homes for the people of Ontario. We're going to continue doing.
1: First of all, somebody else from the other government went to jail. So clearly it's not, they're starting to interview people today. The RCMP is starting to interview people today. Yours hasn't gotten to the point. Why would you bring attention to the person? The other party had somebody that went to jail and we haven't had somebody that went to jail yet, but you're being investigated. And I, you know what? If I had a box of Tim Beebs, I would put it all on. Your ass is going in there, buddy.
2: <laughs> Why does the media never ask him or call him out for the thing, the statement he constantly makes? He just made it about three times there. We're building homes. There's no we in this, Douglas. No. There is no we in no. this. Guess, the province of Ontario is not building a goddamned thing. Private developers are, and Dougie's handing them the guess, land. And he says... All we're doing is trying to build homes. No, clearly not all we're doing because this is,
1: that's not all you were doing because clearly there's an RCP investigation, buddy. <laughs> all we were doing was trying to build homes. No, that's not all you were doing. When you went to watch that game in the basement with the boys and had some beers, that's not all that was going on in that basement, was it? Because you brought in the dancing girls, didn't you? come on, dude, dude, the insult to our intelligence is astounding here. And of course, kitchen sink time, right? All the investments we're doing, like every single one of these answers, Olivia Chow, wonderful person, really, because I believe that two days before the election, you said that she was going to be a complete and total disaster and that we shouldn't vote for her whatsoever. Now she's yeah. a nice lady with whom you share similar priorities building homes. Of course, she will probably wants to do them legally though. Ah, God. All right. Now here we go. And here's the thing I have, the problem I have with this press conference on the part of the journalists there, even though they are still asking questions, right? Remember that word nobleton, because that town will come up a lot over the next few days. But, if I were a journalist, when that journalist asked that first question about the 18 zoning orders and how that happened and he didn't answer, I would have been, mm-hmm. yeah, so about those 18 zoning orders and he wouldn't answer. And then the next journalist, about those 18 zoning orders. And I never would have stopped asking about the 18 zoning orders until he did. But the asking of a variety of questions gave given them again more opportunities to skate. Now with these questions, we are learning more stuff, of course, about what's in the report and what's in those, not the report, but what's in those. Freedom of information documents that were obtained, and so we're finding that out. So we are getting information, but I, I can go and read that. If I want. Mm-hmm. what I want to know is why there were so many people that were at his wedding party who coincidentally had those municipal zone zones approved, including a few people that oh, were sitting at happen. his table. These things happen. So, they're just they're just coincidence. Journalists, you gotta keep asking the same question over and over until you get an answer. That's when someone gets comfortable because when they try and skate the third time and the question comes again and they've used up all their excuses, they have to say yeah. something. And you don't say anything until you leave silence, awkward silence, until these, because sometimes people will, you're asking a question and they not answer and then there's an awkward silence Pierre did that with that journalist guy in Victoria sometimes wouldn't say anything and like would either either jump in and take him off like this or say something and not react and then the person would talk again to try and fill the space and then he would give him an opening with something else this this is not good okay so the journalists are going to finally call him on this here we go
4: doing that with the support of the municipalities Oops, and hopefully with the federal government, because I know they, they want to build homes as well.
1: Move up to 1605 because he just keeps two minutes of blah, 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 blah.
0: I, uh, Premier, uh, with respect, you, you seem to be uh, taking some sharp turns away from the things that we're actually asking you questions about. Earlier sharp. Ago, I asked you about the Premier's office involvement in yeah. some of the stuff around Greenbelt and that sort of thing. Uh, y- yeah. your You and your office has continued to deny that you had anything at all to do with That's picking the land that was chosen for removal out of the Greenbelt. Yet there's all sorts of evidence that says the Premier's office was involved. Well, Are you being honest with the people uh, of Ontario uh, well, that you
4: were not involved in any way whatsoever? My friend, so what you're right. calling the Auditor General dishonest? you're calling the Integrity Commissioner.
2: My friend, okay, now he's angry. Yes.
4: That's honest because they cleared my office, cleared myself, said we had no involvement in it. So you can't mislead people like that. It was very clear I had nothing to do with the changes in the green belt. number one. Number two, the Auditor General cleared us, cleared my office, and the Integrity Commissioner cleared me and my office. But thank you for the question.
1: Okay.
3: Oh,
1: he pulled a Danielle spit there. But thank you for the question. And if you uh-huh. looked at The finance minister in the back, because there's a time we was like looking down, I was going, oh, (laughs) often in these press conferences, look at the people in the back. Often there's a lot going on there. (laughs) That's why sometimes you got to watch it two, three times. Watch for the guy who's talking. Watch for the question. Watch for the guy in the back who's really enjoying it or going, oh God. (laughs) Or the I'm just gonna melt out of the frame. Yes, or to see if Robert Benzie's standing around going. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So a uh, sharp turn. This journalist was being kind because we're talking, these are like 90 degree angled. <laughs> if you've ever been snorkeling and see a fish coming at you, really <laughs> just, yeah. that's what's going on here. Oh my
2: God. This is why he's been hiding out for 17 days and not doing press conferences or showing up in the house just because he doesn't want to face reality. Yeah. And then of
1: course you notice the Jedi mind trick here. Are you being honest with Ontarians? Are you calling the integrity commissioner a liar? The auditor general a liar? Because they cleared me, but they cleared you based on what? Because according to that guy, Keith Leslie, who opened the show, your word. Well, we know what that's worth. Nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. You're sitting there. We know you're lying. We know you're lying. Mm-hmm. All right. Because you can't mislead people like that. Dude. Have you checked a mirror lately? <laughs> All right. Uh, 1708.
4: Yeah, we're basically there yeah. right now. Jessica.
0: Hi. We know you were at a fundraiser hosted by Sergio Mancia on October 20th, 2021. We now know his company documented in a letter to your office that you agreed to pursue his request to remove his property from the Greenbelt at a meeting on that same date. Did you All agree right. to do that for him?
4: First of all, let me be very clear, we, we have hundreds and hundreds of fundraisers. That's the political process, no different than any other uh, party. And you're asking me to remember what I did or said two years ago. I can't say I, I said that. Number one, that was, if you're saying the date, that's a, what, a year and a half before any decisions even crossed our desks or even talked about anything to do with making any changes. So to answer your question, I can't remember that. But I do talk to thousands of people all throughout the year with great ideas.
0: Uh, All right. To follow up on that exact thing, you told the commissioner, integrity commissioner,
3: that you did not remember.
4: Okay.
1: That question and the one that follows that she's asking right now, but I don't know if we have time for it because we have to wrap. Yes, exactly. He's getting so many questions about this amazing gas discount. That was the other comment that they made on the O show. It's like not a single question
2: about the gas discount was made their announcement flopped when they were trying to distract us and keep us off balance so that we wouldn't ask questions about why are you being investigated by the rcmp so we will continue
1: this tomorrow because there's a couple more clips because they're just this whole thing was only 26 minutes long (laughs) beginning to end that's how much bullshit he packed per second if there was a measuring population density, if there was like bullshit density, number of amount of bullshit per words <laughs> or something metric, oh boy, oh boy, two scoops. Okay. <laughs> there is more that comes. We'll continue it tomorrow. But kids, like I, I have no words. This is bad. And I think kit Linda stated it perfectly. They had 17 days to come up with a strategy because they knew these questions were coming and this is the best they could come up with. That's a sign of how bad it actually is. Oh yeah. 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 Mr. Grizzly, do we have a show? We do indeed, sir. All right, kids and cubs. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we loved making this for you.
2: Hold on a second. Oh, God. A quick pause here while we try and control some of the noise in the background. There we go. Sorry.
1: We hope that you enjoyed yeah. listening to us because we love making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and the word of mouth is priceless. So please let your peeps and poops know all about us. If you would like to make sure you do not miss an episode, please go to our pod page sponsored by the Raid Girl. That's podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver, lowercase letters, all in one word. And since you like subscribing, make like it Lane and subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube page. Like, share, subscribe subscribe. subscribe thank you very much 423 of you already have subscribed so we really appreciate it and we're hoping to get to at least a thousand so your help is very much needed and if you would like to encourage us to do more, as I believe it was Kit Tabby G did yesterday, I believe. Again, I don't have the coffee information up right in front of me, but you will get proper thanks. But to go to that squiggly. That's right by Mr. Grizzly's head. And that will bring you to our coffee page. That's ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, lowercase letters all in one word. And that's where you can make your contribution to the Eager Beaver Lodge Emergency Hydration Fund to keep us moist so that we can deliver a wonderful show for you. Let's see what else have we got because democracy is something that you do. If you're Northwest Territories, plan your vote. Territorial elections coming up in about 13 days. Very important. Donate to the Red Cross if you are able, of course, and write your MPs, your MLAs, your MPPs, your senators, your media outlets. Tell them what it is that you want covered or what you're demanding better on. It's really important. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, it could be a tough world out there, kids and Cups. so please be kind to and gentle with yourselves. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please.
2: Yeah, try not to allow that criminal premier of ours to rile you up too much and knock you off your personal game. I get riled up about it sometimes, but I am able to let it go. I I hope you are able to do the same because the lies do pile up and they do start to get to you. But make sure to take care of yourself and and make sure that you're not being eaten up by it because it will destroy you personally. Speaking from personal experience, it will destroy you emotionally and physically in ways you might not even begin to comprehend. So don't let it eat you up inside. Release it and get on with your day. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's why I often propose music for your kids to that are bangers because the best way to get rid of negativity is to dance your ass off. You're never freer or happier than when you're dancing. At least that's the case for me. Mr. Grizzly, roll the credits, please.
2: I can do that. I just have to, I just have to do this, and then do this, and then do this, and then do this thing.
1: You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. Before we go, yesterday was Halloween, so we have a little something for you. Um, The Eager Beaver presents Who Wore It Best? The Prime Minister and the Lou, leader of the opposition, decided to share a common costume. Now, it's not like one costume that they were both in at the same time, they were just both inspired by the same thing. And yes, we are serving up lumberjack realness here, kids, on what to wear or who wore it best or what not to wear, whatever you want to call it, eager beaver edition. Now we see that Pepe Pew does have the ax for the tax. But it seems that he's working a little too hard whereas the prime minister looks very casual and effortless. I believe that effortless gets the
2: win here. Huh?
1: What do you think kids?
2: Let us know in the comments. Yes.
1: All right. And by the way, I remembered how to play curling again yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for the good wishes. Bye everyone. See ya. <laughs>
3: The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.
0: The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod Six One Seven, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts.